This week we're talking about if rental rates are going up, is it a buyer's market? And what are the advantages of buying in a crashing market? Welcome back everybody. Thank you so much for joining us, all our beautiful subscribers and newcomers. Thanks for watching. Big announcement today. This is actually our 25th episode. Yeah. That's crazy to think when we started, will we be 25 episodes deep? But that's We're pretty amazing. We are just getting started. We were also yeah. comparing tans at the start of this. So we'll keep you posted every week on who's getting darker yeah. here. I think it's gonna be a little bit of a competition. <laughs> but let's talk about, oh, sorry, I should have put my phone on silent. Let's talk about the first topic. Are rental rates going up in 2022? And what do we foresee for that? Yeah, uh, I think they're gonna keep going up and they're gonna continue to grow just because demand, supply and demand. We have a lot of people who are moving to Hamilton. Um, I don't know, for instance, I have friends leaving Toronto just because they can't afford it. So mm -hmm. The rents have gone up there, I know quite a bit, and that's starting to affect our market as well. When we looked at it, the average one bedroom rental in Hamilton is about $1,500 a month. The average two bedroom is $1,950. And then the average three bedroom is $2,350. So yeah. those are climbing. Just the one bedrooms went up. It was what, 8% last yeah. year? Yeah, uh, when I was looking for a rental five years ago and it was a two bedroom, I was paying $1,500. It's crazy now the one bedrooms are there. Yeah. So they're up 8%. The two bedrooms went up 15% in one year. So yeah. I mean, right now, the housing market is up 13%. The rental market is up 15%. So it's actually outpacing the real estate market right yeah, now. exactly. Which is crazy. And I know one of the biggest things uh, historically, and uh, you can look this up as well online, but historically as interest rates raise, rental prices tend to increase as well. Part of the reason for that is as people try to get qualified or we're getting qualified to get into the housing market, mm -hmm. once the rate went up, which it's been hiking all year and they just announced a couple days ago that uh, you know it was going up another 50 basis points, but that kind of hampers people's affordability and really creates renters because now those people can't afford to purchase in this market. Yeah, exactly. So do you think as the housing market cools a bit, that it will make any difference? It may, because then people might start entering the market more. You know, if the housing prices go down, those people that were kind of outpriced might be able to price back in, so it might make more units available. Um, I know one thing that we saw a few years ago was when they started outlawing the uh, Airbnbs and short-term rentals in a lot of the condo buildings. Yeah. It actually, a lot of those people that had no intention of you know, renting it for a year, right. started doing year leases. Yeah. So there was a lot of inventory that came on and we did see the rent taper a little bit there. But since the pandemic, it's pretty much gone crazy. So I don't know if it cools down, if we see more units on the market for sure. Yeah, I think there's also that fine line, right? When as the housing prices go down, interest rates are gonna rise. So you have to kind of balance what you can afford. You might have a smaller house, but you're gonna pay higher payments on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's something we'll cover a little later in the show as well. But if you guys have questions about the rental market, you want to know what's going on with that, we got tons of information available. Uh, do you think rental prices are going to keep going up? Like, what do you think personally? I know already they're pretty high in Hamilton, but what's your opinion on it? We'd love to hear it. 
All right, so Brandy, let's move on to our next topic. We want to talk about, is this a buyer's market? Because we've been hearing a lot of people think, wow, now this is a, a buyer's market, but we do have a few stats on this, so I'll let you Yeah, so at the end of May, it was just released that we are sitting around 1.7 months of inventory. Uh, it was 0 0.8, so that was a span of 30 days. And, and it's doubled. 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 Yeah. So again, for those of you that haven't been following us along, months of inventory, essentially, it's a number that we use. It's if every active house on the market were to sell, with nothing else getting listed, just whatever is active were to sell, mm -hmm. that's how long it would take. That's the months of inventory. So to go from 0.8, which is basically like three weeks, to going to 1.7, which yeah. now we're, you know, month and three quarters, like a month and three weeks, that's doubling. That's, that's a huge jump. And I mean... Again, anything three months and under is still considered a seller's market. Three to five is balanced. Five plus is a buyer's market. So we're not even at a balanced market yet. Like yeah. We're still 1.7. I mean, we're halfway to a, a balanced market, but we still have a little distance to go there. I think the Bank of Canada still has a few more phases that they plan on doing, but yeah, we're not we're not there yet. We're not I know. Balanced, so. And they did say it when the rate hike came, the 50 basis points uh, a couple days ago, uh, but by the time you watch this, it'll be a week ago. But when those came, they did say in the press release that they're prepared to take forceful and dramatic action to continue to bring the inflation down. Like inflation was 6.1%. Their target is 2%. Yeah. So they said right in the article, and July 13th is when they're releasing the next batch of info, they stated that they'll do whatever it takes to try and hit that 2% target. So I think we're going to keep seeing some rates go up and I mean that's going to launch us into a balanced market and who knows by the end of the year we could be seeing a buyer's market yeah it wasn't sustainable I no. just don't think it was getting out of control it's yeah. I'm happy that it's gone this way because now it's just I don't know it's easier to find a place if you're selling things are still selling if it's still a good house price reasonable but it's definitely people are being a little more picky I think as, as a seller you're just you're changing up the strategies a little bit you got to expect that your house might sit on the market longer than five days and you might not have crazy bidding wars yeah and that's it and our average days is at 14 days uh, at the end of May whereas before it was 12 so it's not staying a lot longer but still we're having an increase whereas I mean in February I think it was six or seven days so yeah. it's already in February was the peak so it's already gone up from there I think that we're not at that buyer's market yet but mm -hmm. I do think we're on a road to getting there possibly by the end of the year yeah I think when there starts the listing amounts start to drop I think we'll get closer to that yeah we'll see what happens but what do you guys think what are you seeing out there are you seeing that this is a buyer's market do you think it's still a seller's market um, what do you think is going to happen? We always love hearing opinions on are that. Are you nervous to sell? Yeah, that's it. And if you are, don't be. I mean, we're still listing and selling a lot of houses. It's just about those expectations, right, in exactly. this market. So yeah. anyways, it's all relative. You buy high, you sell high, you buy low, you sell low. But let us know what you think. We want to hear mm -hmm. it. Now, moving on to our next topic, we want to cover the advantages of buying in a crashing market. Because there's obviously quite a few advantages. People think, why would I buy when the prices are going down? We know they're going down. Yeah. But there are quite a few reasons. Um, I don't know if you want to kick it off, Brandy, or? Yeah, first of all, I'm having clients do conditions. Conditions on home inspections, conditions on financing. That was unheard of back in February. Yeah, for the last two years, really, it's been unheard so of. what a quick turnaround between a few months. It's just yeah. mind-blowing. Yeah, and it's good that you're getting those things in there. I mean, that's a huge advantage. In the seller's market, you don't have the opportunity to inspect the property, which, as we saw, a lot of people had issues, and I'm sure you guys have seen articles about it because they love writing about that stuff. But um, 
that's just one major, and the financing too, it's amazing to have that. Yeah. Another is uh, just less competition in general. Like mm -hmm. you're not having to compete. Yeah, some houses are still going over asking price. We are still seeing it. Like ones that are really nice and then are priced you know, really low though, they're still getting it. Um, but for the most part, you're able to go in there and negotiate a little bit, mm -hmm. which I think we're going to start to see. Uh, we're going to start to see how different reals handle, realtors handle the negotiations. That I, I think that's going to be a know, huge shift. Like, yeah. so how many agents now have you had after you showed a place, called you up and asked you, "Hey, what'd you think about it?" Yeah, back then you'd send them your offer. They wouldn't even email you back. Received offer. They yeah. were they were too cool selling yeah. agents. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> now they're loving us again. Yeah. Um, but then it's also about when you're buying in a market like this, one thing to keep in mind is that the rates are going up. The government has said they're going to keep increasing them. So you have to find that balance because there might be a point where, yeah, the prices come down to a level that you like, mm -hmm. but the interest rate is so high that it's actually costing you more to purchase that property and carry that property every month, even though it seems like you're getting it at a lower price. So that's why sometimes it's good to buy in the window of it going down instead of trying to shoot at the bottom. Because the only reason it's at the bottom is the rates are really high. Yeah. So that might even affect your affordability too down the road. Yeah, and I think that's the best thing you could do is talk to an experienced mortgage advisor and discuss your carrying costs. And that's it. And that one example I want to give, people always ask about renting and buying and like especially buying in a downward market, people might not want to do it. But like, let's put it this way. Say you rent, you pay $2,500 a month. Somebody else owns a house and they pay $2,500 to own that house. In 25 years, you know, let's say the mortgage paid off. Let's say that person that bought the house paid $500,000, but the market's gone down. They end up selling it for $400,000. They took a $100,000 bath on the property. In 25 years though, when that person sells that house, they still have that $400,000 equity. Mm -hmm. Whereas the renter, you've been paying $2,500 a month but at the end of the 25 years, you don't really have anything set aside from that to show for it. So that is one of the advantages, even though like, don't be worried if the prices go down. And again, don't be worried because every 10 years, historically in Canada, every 10 years, the average home price has doubled. So even though we're going down, we know historically, just based on it, it's gonna come back up and you're gonna start to see some results. Yeah, absolutely. And then I also have what I like to call the break-even concept. And I have quite a few friends in this boat right now. So they have the down payment and they wanna get into the market, but they're holding out because they want a certain house, say, up the mountain, and they refuse to live down the mountain. Well, just to get in the market right now, buy that house down the, whatever, say, Crown Point, that's not where you wanna be, and just have your foot in the market, still rent where you are, and then that offset of having a mortgage payment and your rent payment, you can break even. And that's it, and I mean, that's the advantage, right? Because then you still get the equity from the house as the market goes up, but you don't live there, right? But you're just still, you're making the payments anyways, you may as well try to gain some equity. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Anyways, what do you guys think? Are you gonna be buying anytime soon? Are you thinking of selling? What, what's going on? You, the market's going down. How's everybody reacting to this? We're always so curious to hear what people think. But thanks again so much for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. We love all the love we've been getting lately. Keep dropping comments below. Uh, if you're watching out there, give us a little thumbs up or something so we know that you're following along. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us again this week and we look forward to talking to you again next week. See you later.